what I'm doing now is switching up what I usually do as far as the segments and uh, adding a uh, interlude in between uh, many other interludes not as a commercial but to talk about some of the characters that I've been explaining um, <clears throat> me explaining them in the context of the segments are fine but I want you to understand where I'm coming from in a mind frame I don't even think God himself understood why I wrote this story or why I depicted it this way. Um, it's quite confusing, but uh, it's purposefully so. In my head and in my vision, I envisioned uh, telling stories the way I wanted them to be told. Um, I love stories. When I was younger, um, I would be told them um, orally or via word of mouth. And uh, it was amazing because I wanted to do the same thing, um, but in a more fantastic way. Um, I was amazed at people who had the imaginations to come up with such things. And so for me, um, I came up with the idea after I saw a show um, by the name of, uh, it was a cartoon, Big O. And so it was this world where people forgot their memories, but they were inside of a dome. And so um, they had these giant robots and things like this, and uh, they were doing um, detective work. And I thought it was dope that Roger Smith and the rest of the characters from this television show uh, would go and investigate. But I, I wanted more. Um, after the 20-minute episode was over, um, I was kind of curious as to um, how and the rest of the world and how it operated, almost um, wishing that it was a graphic novel to go on the back side of it, um, kind of like Blade Runner canon series or something like this. And um, I started writing these characters in my mind, um, how they would act, um, the reactions they would have, um, post-traumatic stress disorders and all kind of other different things. Um, instinctively to put yourself in a world where <clears throat> people forget their memories for one, and then two, um, to just pick up like nothing ever happened, um, almost amnesiac or uh, Alzheimer-like. And so it's, it's a feeling that it's, it's to have something um, but not know what it is that's missing. You know, and that was damning for itself um, to me because um, I have something, but even uh, in the time of um, my life when I was writing this first book, um, I had uh, experienced a love um, break, and so um, I was experiencing all these emotions, and I, I utilized it and channeled it into um, a learning experience, but then, too, um, how one would feel of losing um, something that they didn't think they could ever lose, and then end up inevitably um, having to come with grips with it um, in a different way, if it's not, if it's not even a memory. Um, the memory of it, um, I think, uh, is a tragedy in itself to know that they missed something they didn't even know that they missed. And I, I know that me depicting these characters this way gives uh, humanity a better perspective when we look at the grand scheme of things. I mean, it's cool to have um, conflicts and things, and it's, um, you know, drama is great um, for a great story. But when you think of the grand scheme of things of a story, or um, you have these lessons, 
it, it creates this more uh, more of a mystery um, in life by uh, creating more intricate um, a tapestry that I, I wove um, and I enjoy doing this because it, 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 creating a character shows a piece of your personality you inject a piece of your personality into it um, presupposing what a character will do or um, how they will react even if it is of the opposite sex so I enjoyed this um, immensely <clears throat> In, for instance, um, the character where he runs into the time god, and I mean, it's an older gentleman, but he's basically discovering, um, this is an example of um, a childlike essence, you know, he, he knows he's missing his memories, but he's like, yo, well, how did I know to call upon this guy, how did I know to paint, and how did I know that my, my place was here, and he observes in the countryside, you know, like, fires and chaos going on but it's just peaceful there and he uh, appreciates this peacefulness but then too um, takes it to another level of uh, discovering what the time god knows and then the time god has uh, later on in the story um, no spoilers um, a self-discovery in itself um, the both of them and their friendship and I think that as adults we um, not as adults but we, we stop dreaming or we stop believing in cool, uh, whimsical things because it's not cool or we have no, no time to think of it. And this story kind of interjects um, a nature versus nurture argument into it where <clears throat> it's not mm, presupposed, meaning as in like it's already given, but most of the the knowledge that others share in the story with one another they they don't know it so they, they, it's a question or a conversation and it's a conversation I know everyone has with themselves but I'm dialoguing it for others to see in a poetic format if that makes sense and not to be confusing so um, it makes real sense if you think of um, I'll give another example how one would think of having a conversation with someone in a grand congregation when uh, people are still discovering speech or they're discovering how to speak with one another or um, someone else is discovering what uh, letters are while someone else already knows the letters and they're just observing and this is just one setting and it, it could be chaotic it could be a bunch of yelling grunts and another thing but it could be also um a very um, learning experience, not learning experience, but a very open-ended um, tap, not tapestry, open-ended uh, painting. I, I think that's the best description I can give it because it would be something no one even expected. And um, if you know not what the next person knows to you, then anything in that world is possible. And, and I want to... Uh, clarify that and um, exonify that a little bit to everyone when we stop um, placing these things on one another um, and the limitless is possible so like story wise um, I, I love this story because it's it's never ending it's a never ending story it's essentially a story I could love over and over as a little kid and go back to it and 
<laughs> it's like your favorite whatever <laughs> but um there's different things that happens and um i think the lessons that happen even when it comes to love or um understanding uh this thing of abundance and um class and i touch on so many different bases in it that it's not even lessons that people don't know it's just I put it in a, a very uh, storyful, um, will be masterful way of depicting these characters. Because if you have nothing and you start from scratch, um, where would you begin? Where would you go? If you knew you missed something, if your lover or whatever the case may be, would you search for them? Or would you just survive and um, forget that you ever knew that that was a memory or? It was your mind playing tricks on you. It's so many different levels that I could go and depict a character that it's just uh, scratching the surface in how I describe uh, what I see. And um, this is me also in a self-discovery of my own self to create something not just dramatic is to um, say something that I need to hear, <laughs> if that makes sense. So I'll write it and then go back and be like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Even if it's something arbitrary or crazy, um, there's elders in the story. I even have um, another like total, total different storyline in, in the second and third book of this series where they just go on their own um, journeys themselves, but it, it leads to a, a better um, discovery of themselves because them staying would, would serve no purpose um, it's really dope and, uh, and I'll continue this part to give a better anecdote and better examples but I appreciate you guys so much for listening and um, be looking for the next uh, chapter uh, very soon so thank you